Maybe when you're rolling. We're rolling. We're rolling now? Yeah. Should we just do, we just do a show where, today we're gonna do an Adobe um, workshop tutorial. I'm just gonna work in Illustrator, move around from Illustrator into the iPad, show you guys how to streamline your workflow when you're doing graphic design. Changing the whole perspective of this podcast from a food, um, travel, animation podcast, science fiction, into just an Adobe products podcast. So everybody, let's get out your iPad and your generation three Apple Pencil. First thing you're gonna wanna do is make sure that your Apple Pencil is hooked up to your iPad via the magnet right here. You're gonna hear a really satisfying click noise. Hear that? It's really nice. And then, oh shit. Welcome, Powerful Truth Angels, podcast, entertainment channel, network, television, radio, underground, novel, recreational show. We're going to open up the show today. I mean, I have a guest coming. Maddie is on the way. Maddie doesn't show up. I don't know what to tell you. Until Maddie comes, we're going to go boneless. Okay? Which means... Um, Boneless, just just straight boneless, no bone, no bone nugget, uh, chicken tender style, which is what we love. I like to um, here's what I do with Maddie now is that I I like to do a thing. I don't know if I talked about this, but I like to I like to do something I call mat fishing, where I entice people to come on the show. I go, hey, do you want to come on pot on on Powerful Truth Angels? And they go, yeah, 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 because they don't know that Maddie probably isn't going to show up. So. I mat fish people all the time. I go, I don't tell them. I don't say, hey, do you want to come on the show? Um, Maddie's going to be there. I don't say that, but I also don't say, hey, do you want to come on the show? Maddie might not be there. So I like to, I'm, I'm in the, I'm in the uh, habit of mat fishing at this point. And it's, and it's been, um, it's, it's been productive. I get people on, people oh, show up. You like that? You like the mat fishing? Idea. You like the mat fishing bit? <laughs> yeah, for sure. Uh, okay. So you, Alex, Alex here, Jason, nobody knows. Jason sent, I mean, Jason sends us these long garbled texts and uh, in the chat, in the group chat. And it's just like this long story. And the end of it is like, he's not going to show up. And somewhere in the story, his girlfriend's dad got COVID. He's on a road trip. I don't know. He's not coming. He has about as much interest in the show at this point as Maddie. They're neck and neck. They should both quit. Pursue their own interests. One of them probably going to be insanely rich. The other one, the other one is Maddie. Because Jason is, I think, secretly um, a crypto, a crypto fascist lord. I can see that. Right? Yeah. You can see him just coming up with like, oh yeah, I invested in Phantom he's early. Rig yeah, he's got a mining rig. Yep. Yep. Full mining rig. <laughs> He's a, you know, and, and, and he's the type of guy that would make that money and wouldn't even buy new shorts. Okay, so you saw Dune. Yeah, yeah. I think I've been talking about Dune for as long as this, this podcast has been on. For sure. Um, which is, you know, I'm sorry. I'm really sorry. Like, um, I, don't, I don't even know. I can't even tell you at this point if Dune is a good movie. I just know I love it. I watch it. <laughs> 
I've watched it a couple of times a year, probably. Maybe once a year at this point. I've watched it since I was a kid. I love David Lynch, but I just love David Lynch's Dune. I just don't. And people hate this. It's a bad movie. It's not. I don't think it's a good film. I've read the books. Uh, the books are great. Um, and uh, and I love the film. And it's been it's been remade by um, Denise Villeneuve. However you say his name. Villeneuve, yeah. Yes. We don't have Jason here to not fact check. So I'll just look at you and you just nod. It's even better. Jason, Alex just goes, I think so. Which is comforting. Got a pretty good encyclopedic reference there. So you saw Dune? Yeah, I did. Yeah. You and your girlfriend? Yeah. Uh-huh. Because you had an aborted apple trip, apple picking trip. Yeah. What happened there? Let's talk about the apple picking trip for a minute. She, uh, it, it's not, it's actually, it's very, it's not actually not exciting. She just late flight from being on vacation with her family, exhausted from family, wasn't feeling. Family? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Have you met her parents? No. Um, they live in Florida. I think they were doing a vacation up in like Portland. I mean, she's from Florida? Yeah. That's a red flag. It's the second, yeah. I'm not here to poke holes. No, okay. No, I, uh, I'm just here as a, as a friend, as a person who's been through a lot. Florida is a red flag. No, I know. That's I, the first red flag I've, I've heard. Second red flag is family. Is family um, this basketball player friend of hers and his family, and she calls them her family? Is it actually her blood family, or is it her friends? Is it like or are they juggalos? What's what does family mean? Talk to me, Paul Walker. Well, uh, Vin Diesel. So it was just it was just her parents, brother, and her brother's new fiance. Mm. First time I think the fiance has met her parents, and they all went on a trip. What'd they do? Cabin in the woods in Portland. Very nice. My gross juice is getting clogged. It's really annoying. Yeah. Sorry, guys. Really sorry for all you guys. We're hanging on my every word here. We should put that recipe up on the... It's fucking disgusting. Nobody wants this recipe. It's a challenge. Make it a whole challenge. If you, you want to... You get, you get, can get through it, right? Okay, here's my here's my recipe. I get a... I get a this, I'm, just, I'm a demented... Listen, I, I was... Uh, I'm in the kitchen today making some breakfast before we do the podcast. And I'm just a demented person because I'm just kind of... You know, I worked... I worked all weekend um, and and the kitchen's a bit of a mess and I had to make some juice and I'm making this juice because I'm trying to be healthy and inside the juice is beets, carrots, cabbage, uh, green, spring greens, ginger, and apple and as a base, I put in um, just green juice as a base. So it's like, and it's all in a blender. My theory is this. You go to the you go to the juice place. They make you a cold press, but they throw away all the pulp. I feel like the pulp is good for you. So I said, let's just eat the whole fucking let's eat the whole vegetable. Let's put it all in the blender and drink it. Nobody told me to do this. I'm I'm demented. Like I'm not a I'm not well. And this is very bizarre behavior. I understand this. And I know that if I was somebody's mom or dad, it would be wildly disgusting. Luckily enough, uh, I can get away with this shit because like whatever you know. Um, but imagine if your if your parents did this, you would hate their guts. You'd be like, "This is fucking disgusting." Just give me give me a milkshake. What are you doing? So this is a. Go ahead. I think a sign of age is like being comfortable with just blending your vegetables because I I've, I've, I've gotten into that recently in like pesto form, not smoothie form, just mm. to get just because I don't like you know like spinach and stuff. I don't like 
putting that and stuff. So I just like blend it up in a blender with like herbs and boom, spinach. It's like a pesto. This is like yeah, it's it's so thick and viscous. It's just like um, it's like vegetable yogurt. It's yeah. fucking. Yeah. It's a beet pesto almost. I'm just like my. My daily thing is I have to get the food inside me. I don't really give a shit at this point. I want it to taste okay, okay? Uh, but, um, I, you know, I can't just eat raw broccoli or something, which would be great. I used to do that. You used to eat raw broccoli? Roasted in the oven. That's not raw. That's roasted. Roasted broccoli is delicious. Raw. I'm talking about raw, just, just crunchy. Like, I don't know. I can't do that. So, anyways, I got slowly sidetracked. I'm having the growth juice. This man, uh, you know, he's going to go apple picking with his girlfriend. Uh, she she got back from her family trip. She can't do it. So instead, do you guys take it upon yourself to go see Dune in the theater as 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 it should be seen, right? As right, yeah, yeah, yeah. We tried to do IMAX. IMAX was sold out across the LA. I got tickets for Tuesday, tomorrow. Wow. Tuesday IMAX. I'm going. I'm going in. I'm gonna come back with. Uh, uh, we have a guest because we're gonna record Friday for next uh, Thursday. We have a guest next Friday. A special guest. And uh, but I'm going to do a little Dune segment for you people, because I know everyone is really waiting to hear what I have to say about Dune. All I can so all I can say so far is um, I don't love Jason Momoa uh, as um, is he Gurney or I'm not sure who he is. I know he's in it and I don't love him in that role because he's just too his eyes are too bright, man. He's just he's too um, he's too I don't know. He's too he's too he's too sparkly for me, you know. Um, but you got to trust, uh, a great director to do the right thing. All that being said, without just, without ruining anything for me, which shouldn't be possible because I've already seen the original, but, or without like telling me anything I wouldn't know from a trailer, what was your take on Dune? Uh, it was great. I tried to read the books. I started reading the first book over the summer. Uh, got halfway through before the before this month and it released and it like it's if you're like a if you're like a booth book book truthist kind of person it's like like follows the books pretty well at least up to like the halfway point that I read um, the beginnings really well because I was actually wondering how they were gonna like explain like the entire backstory that you need to know to like understand kind of like what spices blah blah blah, blah right like different races and different planets. And they did a good job. It was just like solid. Okay. Solid stuff. I think I'm going to enjoy myself. Um, it's going to be great. So anyways, uh, yeah, I've been, I've been running around and you know, I, the, the reason why I say I'm demented is because I'm just constantly running around, right? I'm running, I'm coming from, you know, you see me, right? You know, you work with me and you try and I, I'm trying to get you to help me do things. And it's hard to get me to help you do things because I'm so scattered. And uh, you know, I come in here and I run in here and I make some disgusting breakfast and gross juice and I'm looking at the kitchen. The kitchen's a mess and I got to go from here to like two other places. So I'm constantly bopping around, you know, and uh, and that's fine. I mean, this is this is I'm, I'm not complaining about it. It's just like uh, it gets a little wild because things stack up. Sometimes I don't have time to take care of the basic things. Whatever. Who gives a shit? Who, nobody cares. Listen, I just went to a wedding. Uh, I was in South Car- South Carolina. Okay, never been to South Carolina. Uh, Charleston, South Carolina is where I was near a place called Sutton's Bay. I think I was on an island. I don't know. First of all, I didn't know South Carolina had beaches. Went to the beach. Sure, yeah. Beaches, beaches, gorgeous. 
ball, like, like lukewarm bathwater ocean shells everywhere. People just like collecting shells. And then, you know, you go into, you know, you go into old town, uh, Charleston and it's just like people on tour, people on tours with a horse drawn cart. I mean, you've never seen a more happy group of white people in this giant cart being drawn by a horse, a giant Clydesdale horse. And there's a guy with a whip crop, whatever. And he's going, you know, here's, you know, and, and, and they're, and they're, and they're going around like a slave market and they're giving you a tour of the town and the slave market is just now like a, a mall. They're like, go visit the slave market. I go to the slave market. It's like, it's a fucking mall. They're selling like, cookies and refrigerator magnets. It's not like, you know. Um, so, yeah, I'm watching these people drive around in the uh, in the horse-drawn carriages. And I just go. And some of these people look so happy. They look like these these families are just like, the kids don't look happy. The kids are fucked. They're just like, fuck, I got to do this. But the parents are just like, we're in, we're in old-time Charleston. We're in a horse-drawn carriage. Life is good, Betsy. And I love you too, George. And we're going to go to our hotel room and not have sex and order some room service. And, uh, and, and they're in this, you know, and, and, and the best part about being in a horse drawn cart is that the horse at any time just goes, it's time to shit. And a horse just stops and just takes a shit, a huge piss. And everyone just has to sit in the cart and just kind of like pretend it's not happening. And I like watching that. I just like watching it because it's fucking disgusting. And, uh, and, and it's also kind of like, I feel bad for those horses, you know? Uh, I, I definitely, um, I don't know. I mean, maybe that, that's their lot in life is to carry things, but I don't know. I feel like dragging around a cart full of like 12 fat Midwesterners for eight hours a day is pretty brutal. You know, yes. what do they get? An apple? Right. One apple. Maybe. One apple. Maybe First they get a sugar cube, you know, and they're just, and they're, I think they're dumb animals and that doesn't mean it's nice. Um, so Charleston, South Carolina. We went to uh, Jody, guest guest of the show, friend of the show. Jody, for Jody, sometimes listens. Shout out to Jody. Just got married. Went to his wedding. Bunch of us went out there. We got an Airbnb, and uh, <laughs> we got an Airbnb, and we um, at one point we left the Airbnb to go to the store. And it was like one of the, it was basically like a trip to the store. I can't, I'm not going to say anything because I can't say what happened because I feel like the person that happened to will get mad at me. And I, I think this person was visibly rattled by what happened, but let's just say I was in a car and, and, uh, and, uh, something was, something happened in the car. I'm not going to go into it. I just, I, I feel like it's too new. But, but what I'll say is that we took a trip to the store that took a trip, took a trip to the store that took a turn for the worse. But in my mind, all said and done was hilarious. We all came back. We, we got an Airbnb, a bunch of grown people. We played celebrity. We acted like, um, you know, we, we just had a nice time. It was like the big chill, but just with assholes. And, um, would you, but without, and no one got free sneakers like in the big chill when the guy gave everybody sneakers. No one's even seen this movie. No one cares. I'm Jeff Goldblum in the big chill. I don't know who I am. I'm Kevin Klein. Who the fuck knows? Anyways, um, so yeah, we went. We went to uh, went to Charleston, South Carolina. I, I went with my girlfriend Ella, my lovely girlfriend, and uh, we. You know, I'm going to tell you guys something. Um, this is hard because I got to be honest. And uh, we went out to dinner, and uh, <laughs> you know, um, we went to this place. It was this fish place. They had fried chicken and I tend as a rule, don't eat a lot of fried chicken cause it's just crazy. It's heavy. It's uh, it's an intense meal. Like fried chicken and donuts to me are like on the outer limits of, of, you know, cause food is 
food to me is just it's just like a drug and and um and on the outer, you know, the, the you know, you, and, and on the, like, you know, penicillin, like the good stuff is like, you know, oatmeal and, and vegetables, you know, that's the penicillin. And then in the middle is like weed, marijuana would be, uh, I think sandwiches are kind of weed, you know, let's say sandwiches and, um, sandwiches and maybe some pasta would be like marijuana. You know, it's, it's, you can get away with eating a little bit and then you move past the outer limits and then you're in like heroin would be straight up like pizza and ice cream. That's fucking heroin. You go past that and you're in fentanyl, which is, which is fucking fried chicken and donuts. That's the outer limits, uh, fentanyl and ice. Like that's the end of drugs, right? That's where you need to stop. Oxycontin, fentanyl and ice, all that shit. And that's where, that's where I'm at with, with what I think about fried chicken. But if you think about fried chicken, it's crazy and it's, it's delicious, but I can't eat it. I can't fucking eat it. It's just too crazy. And then if you think about fried chicken, think about think about donuts, man. It's cake that they fry. Do you understand? Like you people are like walking around with boxes of, of donuts and be like, let's have a donut. Let's have a donut. It's deep fried cake. There's nothing crazier. I mean, I know I know people deep fry Snickers and shit like that, which is also crazy. But think about deep frying something like French fries are really bad for you. Like just news alert, right? But deep frying cake is crazy. <laughs> like we shouldn't eat. It shouldn't be. It should be illegal. I get right? donuts every Sunday. Yeah, because you. But you have the metabolism of like yeah. twenty fucking like uh, uh, construction workers on meth. Oh, no. Like you, your food goes in you like a pencil sharpener, and just nothing happens. I, I have a donut, and I literally will gain four pounds. No bullshit. I have one or two donuts, I'll gain four pounds. You have your metabolism is just mind boggling. Run up walls, this guy. So yeah, we're in South Carolina, and and at the wedding. Oh, at the wedding too. We were at the wedding, and you know, barbecue was fire out there. I had to, I had to indulge. We go to the wedding. They have barbecue at the wedding too, and then they had these like, and then you know, I'm at the wedding, and it's like one of those weddings where here's here's my theory on weddings. Okay, okay, weddings. Okay, there's a there's a part of the wedding where everyone dances, and it's the part it's it's where it, it, it depends on what kind of wedding you're at. Okay, uh, and uh, at some of these weddings, um, you can do things on the dance floor you can never do on any other dance floor in the world, which is basically like everyone can go there and dance. Nobody's judging you. Nobody gives a shit. You're not at the club. You don't have to look cool. Everyone's in a suit, and you can go there and express yourself in whatever way you desire at a wedding. Now, some weddings, people are doing the electric slide. Some weddings, people are doing the funky chicken, right? This wedding was not an electric slide wedding. It was just, there wasn't even funky chicken. As a matter of fact, people were reluctant to get on the dance floor at Jody's wedding for a long time. But they did get on the dance floor. And it did go the fuck down. And when I go on, when I go to a wedding, my new, here's my new policy. Is that I'm going to go on the dance floor and I'm going to do things that nobody should do. And I'm going to do the most disgusting dances I can think of. And I'm going to make, I'm going to, I'm going to express myself in a way that's not cool. It's just me going fucking hamburger. And I, you know, and, and I'm in touch with where I'm at in my life because there was a, there's a point in my life in my twenties where I would go out dancing. I go to clubs and I dance and I felt confident in my dancing abilities because I, I was in, I was in the state of movement and, and rhythm and I was out a lot. And I don't even know if I was ever even a good dancer. I'd say I was okay. Okay. I was pretty, maybe, maybe an okay dancer, right? Like, and I'm from the era of like the WAP, the Smurf, the RoboCop. That's where my dance moves, you know, that I'm still stuck in like that kind of world of dance, right? In some way. There's just, there's, I'm, I'm, I'm stuck in four versions of those dances. And, you know, I can get through almost anything by doing a, a muted version of the WAP. Does anyone know what the fuck I'm talking about? Do you even know what the WAP is? I, I know the name. I can't you know what the like WAP is. Okay. 
it's all it's all the great great grandfathers of of flossing and 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 the one oh, yeah, thing yeah. you toss the thing and you catch it all that shit. Anyways, for sure, for sure. so we're on the dance floor, and I said, "Listen, I'm I'm here amongst friends. I'm gonna have fun." And we went and we had fun, and uh, we got everyone on the dance floor, and it was it was fantastic. You get to you get to just be an asshole. And I got out there, and and, and Ella came out there, and she's she's right there with me. She's I'm I'm sticking my tongue out. I'm doing. Um, I'm doing all kinds of wild shit. She's right there. We're both holding court and we're just a pair of dancing idiots. And, and then the dessert truck came and, and they had these, uh, I just segued right into the dessert truck. Cause that's what I meant to talk about. The dessert truck comes and Jody's like, y'all got to get these, these little fried ice creams. And we're like, what are you talking about? It's like fried ice cream. And at the dessert truck, they had, it looked like a fried chicken drumstick, but what it was was ice cream with a with a chocolate bone, I believe. Even if it wasn't, let's just say it was chocolate bone with a cornflake breaded. I mean, it was heaven. We're fucking munching. Like I lost all control at the wedding. I usually am like I'm putting things in noon. Like how do you input? How do you input? Um, how do you input fried ice cream? Right. Um, and. Um, and uh, how do you input fried ice cream into your new? It's just, you just got to figure it out. It's horrible. It goes against everything I believe in, in, in the world of like, listen, I'm a fucking pig. I will sit down a house of pizza, but it's, it's crazy if I start eating fried chicken and donuts. Then I'm, I think I'm like very close to buying, like to really checking out a reality. And that was basically fried chicken and a donut, right? In one day. And yes, it was basically both. It was all. So, so when that happens to me, a switch is flipped and, and, uh, and I go into, I go into this thing of like, well, now that I'm here, now that I'm having fried chicken ice cream, what else am I, what else can I get inside me while this door is open? That's, and it's, it's, I'm demented. I'm a sick person. So the door opens and I'm just like, and all of a sudden I'm just hungrier than ever before. Cause the more I eat, the more hungry I get. The less I eat, the less hungry I am. The more I exercise, the less hungry I am. The less I exercise, the more, the more I want to eat. It's, it's all bizarre world with me. So we go back to the house. I'm eating just bread. There's like potato bread from, from leftover. I'm, I'm just snacking on things. My, my girlfriend's looking at me and she just, she's like, you're really, you're really losing it. Huh? You know, she kind of, and I, you know, and we had to kind of discuss um, what that, what that was all about. Which we don't get into. The whole reason I'm telling this story is we went out to eat and we went to this place that had fish and fried chicken. It was great. It was okay. And uh, it was her, it was after everyone left, Ella and I were there for another day. We had a date. We went out. We go to this place. And you know, the thing is when you have a girlfriend, and you'll you'll find this. I mean, I know it's not your first rodeo, but you'll find out um, after you after the after the shimmer of love falls away and you can see through the haze. And you can, and you, and after after you've 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 ejaculated, you know, sixty two percent of your seminal uh, 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 tank, and you can start to see clearly, <laughs> and you see the things that were cute that you didn't notice, then they start to come to light. It doesn't mean you don't love them any less. I still love my girlfriend very much, but you start to see things, and and also I'm a person who will express what I feel, and I'll say this about my girlfriend is that she has a different relationship with germs than I do. Okay. German? Germans. Germans. She has a different relationship with Germans and germs. She has a different relationship with germs. And I'm going to, I'm going to illustrate it uh, right now. Okay, everyone, listen, it's time for an ad read. I'm going to talk to you a little about, I'm going to talk to you guys a little bit about something like called Great Chef. Hello, everybody. It's me, Alex Tutone. One of the powerful truth angels, maybe the only powerful truth angel left at this point. And I'm going to talk to you about something called Green Chef. 
Um, do I have personal experience? Yes, I do. I'm a green chef guy. I get the meal kits. I whip them the fuck up. I display them on a plate. It's probably some of the best looking, best tasting food I've ever made in my entire life because left to my own devices, uh, I really can't figure it out. And we you know I, the thing about green chef that I like personally is that the, the, the little things are, are, are packaged in, in, in just the dose that you need, the little pepitas, the little seeds, a little bit of uh, goat cheese that you need, the the squash bits, all of it's individually packaged. So I don't have to buy a squash and cut a, cut a fourth of it away and let it rot. I can just open up the package, throw it in the pan, pot, or oven, and make something that tastes as good as anything you see in a restaurant and looks as good as anything you would see on a commercial for that restaurant. Uh, you know, you can enjoy new and nutritious recipes each week that are perfect for you and the whole family. Take homemade plant-based meals to the next level with Green Chef's plant-powered options. Or do you want to watch your carb intake? The keto and paleo options, that's my shit, will give you the premium proteins and vital veggies you need to conquer your day. I'm going to do that again. Strike. Take homemade plant-based meals to the next level with Green Chef's plant-powered options. Or want to watch your carb intake? That's my shit. Their keto and paleo options will give you the premium proteins and vital veggies you need to conquer your day. Speaking from personal experience, I have employed these premium proteins and vital veggies in the paleo and the keto meal kits. And it's mind boggling what I can actually do with two hands, some pots and pans and some pre measured ingredients. With pre-proportioned, easy-to-follow recipes delivered right to you, eating eating well has never been simpler. Never worry about having to plan or shop for dinner again. It's as easy as liking and subscribing to a podcast to boost its numbers so we can get more advertising and sell more Green Chef and buy more food to feed Omar to keep Omar alive. Green Chef is the first USDA-certified organic meal kit, so you can enjoy hand-picked organic veggies and premium proteins without having to worry about where the fuck they came from. Um, yeah, again, I taught personal experience. I, I've used it. It's great. It fits. I, it's impressive. The best thing about Green Chef is this. You make it, invite someone over to eat, someone you're wooing, someone you've already wooed or just a friend and cook them dinner and plate it. You can plate it properly, just like in the picture. They'll be fucking boggled. They're like, you made this? And you go, yeah, I made this. You're not lying. You did make it. You got a little bit of help from our friends at Green Chef, but you did make it. Go to greenchef.com slash PTA125 and use code PTA125 to get $125 off, including free shipping. Again, go to greenchef.com slash PTA125 and use code PTA125 to get $125 off, including free shipping. Um, if you worked with HelloFresh in the past or currently, you must address... Uh, Green Chef is now owned by HelloFresh and with a wider array of plans to choose from. There's something for everyone. I love switching between the brands. And now my listeners can enjoy both brands at a discount with me. <sighs> and I got to tell you, um, you know, I love Green Chef. I don't know what to tell you. It's great. And there's more Green Chef to Chef in the green. And uh, they're, partnering, they're partnering with HelloFresh. Green Chef, uh, it's a conglomerate of foods and vegetables and paleo and keto and plant-based foods. Get in there, get your Green Chef, get your life together, make a meal, like and subscribe. Love you. We're, e we're eating, okay? This is fucking, I can't even, this is bad. This is bad, what's, what I'm going to tell you. Because it's, I listen, we're eating, uh, we had the fried chicken. You know, there's like a little hot honey you put on the fried chicken. It's nice, you know? I'm in the South. I'm in the South, baby. So, you're getting the fried chicken. And I knocked a piece of chicken on the floor. And my girlfriend 
picked it up with her hands. From the floor of a fucking restaurant, she picks up the chicken, picks it up and starts moving it toward her mouth. And my, I barked at her. I said, no. Like I yelled at her, like I yelled at Omar. I was fucking mortified. You don't understand how, what that did to me. Like it, I, I, I grabbed her hand and took the chicken out of her hand. I said, no. I'm like, you cannot do that. And she's like, I don't give a fuck. And I'm like, I, and, and I, and I got quiet for like 15 minutes because, because I'm trying not to be an asshole and trying to let her be who she is. But I'm like, you're in my space now. We're together. We're communally sharing germs. Right. We're your spit is my spit. Yeah. Our fluids are each other's. And I, I sat there and, I, <laughs> and we're, we kept eating. And like, I think she reached for it again. And I was like, you can't, you cannot eat this chicken. I'll buy you more chicken. Let's order more. You can't eat chicken off the ground. I'm like, maybe, maybe if you're at home, I would eat some chicken off the floor. Maybe. Yes, probably. But at a restaurant, a fucking, are you crazy? And I sat there for 15 minutes and I just was like, I'm, I'm leaving. I'm going to leave right now. And my mind goes, leave right now. Just leave. You're, because fight or flight, my germ phobia just goes, okay, get the fuck out. Get out. Get out. She's going to kill you. She's going to kill you. She's going to kill you. She's going to fucking eat a jelly bean out of an ashtray. And she's going to give you typhoid or some crazy, like COVID's nothing compared to what she's going to do to you. Or, or maybe on the flip side, she's impervious to everything because she, the woman literally eats slime from the ground. She, she she will lick uh, dirt. Oh, it, it maybe it fucked me up so bad. And I it, I had to be quiet for a minute. She's like, you really. She's like, you really are, are bothered. I'm like, listen, I, you know, you, you can't do that. I also saw her the other day. Went to the movies, and she put her phone and her keys on the ground of a movie theater. It's cold on the ground of a movie theater. She does not give a fuck. This is COVID. Even pre-COVID, I was pre-COVID. I was like, I would watch, I still wash my hands typically before every meal as a rule. Typically, I become more lax with her because I'm like, well, I guess if the fucking barn door is open and the germ, the germ fucking eagles are flying in and pecking out her eyeballs, like there's nothing I can do. But but the, 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 she has no fear of germs. She'll eat anything off the. I love you. But you'll eat everything off the floor, and you terrify. It terrify. Like I am appalled. I'm terrified. I'm appalled. And um, and I, I'm sorry. I had I had to get that off my chest. I feel so much better because I don't know how. Because I, I just on the level of like I'm not worried about germs. Like I'm not scared of germs. I just don't want to get sick. But it becomes a habit. Once I was told that like, hey, you can't touch a doorknob and touch your eye. That's how you get sick. Once once that was broken down to me, you know, I realized that that um, I can't be touching shit and I got to keep my hands clean. And and this woman will eat uh you know she will she'll she'll lick a subway tile <laughs> she will eat she will eat pudding off a subway floor how quick was the reflex though that's my for, question. on me for the when the chicken chicken hit ground how was it like no there was no was no like it wasn't eating it maybe no alex it's fried chicken there is no <laughs> there is no three second rule no, oh. it's a fried wet greasy honey honey hot honey chicken oh there was honey on it so like but it's fried chicken. Like I it's not. You. It's not protected. She goes. I'm just going to eat the other side. I no, go. I think that's worse because like you're picking up the stickiness picks up like the dust. That now I'm thinking about it even more. It's, it's horrible. It's a horrible thing to put me through. I mean, to come this far in life and to die because someone ate chicken off the floor. When we can get it, so we can get some more chicken. Like we're okay. We'll get chicken. I'll get you some chicken. I can, I can afford another order of chicken. We can get another order of chicken. Like, huh? So we're in Charleston. We're in Charleston, baby. Like, you know, it's we're soul food. 
The food was good though. I'm not gonna lie. We had um, some famous place in Charleston, some famous barbecue spot, and we had this. We had a plate. It was good. It was fire. I'm not gonna lie. It was it was very good. But you know, it's like it's heavy, candy yams, all that shit. You know, it's it's no joke. Yeah. Um, marshmallows on vegetables. Yeah, marshmallows on vegetables. So that's 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 the move. Um, so yeah, that was a terrifying dinner for me. You know, but we moved through it, and. Uh, you know, well, it's wedding season, and um, I've been to a lot of weddings, and it's part of life. I got a new suit, you know? Nice. Got a nice green suit, and uh, tailored, custom-made, you know? Nice. Showed up. Green suit, white shirt, white vans. Did my thing, and, uh, you know, we did, the, we did the wedding. It was great. So, what else? What else is going on? Um... Yeah, Maddie. I guess Maddie's not coming. Weird, weirdly enough, maybe I mat fish you guys. I don't know. I probably mat fished everyone today. I'm just going to continue mat fishing until uh, until we get this podcast really going. This might be. I'm going to guess and then say that this is maybe one. This will be one of the lowest ranked shows we've ever done. I just saw a blurb on my phone. It's over. It's all over. Crypto. The crypto fascists are taking over the world. These kids are making so much money. Okay. I talked to the guy, the guys in my gym, there, there's, a, there's some crypto heads. Okay. My, uh, my coach, Isaac is a crypto head. I'm gonna tell you something about Isaac, my coach. I've been training with Isaac for, um, I want to say, uh, it's under two years. And he randomly said to me when we first started training, he goes, yeah. Uh, cause I was like l- learning about crypto and buying some stuff fucking around. He goes buy Chainlink, right? This is a couple years ago. I go, okay. I take a thousand bucks. I put it on Chainlink. I'm like, what does this guy know? He's a jiu-jitsu coach. What the fuck could he possibly know about the world of digital finance? I put a thousand bucks on it. I don't, I don't think about it. One day I look at it, it's shot up to 15K. So, uh, you know, it, it, it just goes to show that there's a lot of money flying around out there right now. And these guys in the gym um, were talking about, you know, things that they're investing in, in crypto. And like, these guys don't miss and uh, they're they're in the zone. They're they're calling us. They're calling out these crypto plays, and, and they're hitting. They're hitting these numbers. And there's kids out here making a lot of money doing this shit. And I think that I think it's like two things are happening. One ha- one thing. You know the fans been on the whole time. We're gonna catch that in the background. Yeah. No. It's uh. It's not blowing towards your mic. Fantastic. Love it. I love the fan. So uh, the, here's what's happening. Um, a lot of these young kids are making a lot of money. And one thing that's happening is that there's a changing of the guard. Okay, and the old fuckers uh, don't want this to happen because there's a new way to make money, and the new and the new ways to make money boggle my mind because I come from the school of you know you do some work and you have a job and you work hard and you get some money for what you do. Now it's like you digitally you know you buy a JPEG for forty bucks and you flip it for you know fifty thousand dollars a JPEG, and so the way money works these days is bizarre. You're on TikTok, you bite your lip, you flip your noodle cut. And uh, you have twenty six million dollars in your account. And the thing is, it's a changing of the guard. The, the money, money is is now an abstract concept. The way money is made is bizarre, and it's either going to collapse our economy, and our dollar is going to become uh, something like you know, we will become so devalued that we will have to walk around with millions of dollars just to buy a sandwich, or we're all going to be ushered into a new utopian society where we can buy crypto with our minds and trade. Uh, trade a fraction of an ethereum for a uh, keto pizza who the fuck knows i don't know it's all coming to an end so save the dog like subscribe 
Get this. Listen, look at her. Look at her face. She's she wants to live. She deserves to live out of any out of every out of all the creatures in the world. This benign, beautiful creature who smells a little bit like a barn right now because I haven't been able to bathe her because of the stitches and the stitches that need to come out. This little benign creature deserves to live on this planet. Deserves space. Just give, just like and subscribe. All you have to do is you press the button. You go bloop. You subscribe. I subscribe to so much shit. I don't pay for it, but it didn't take it. It didn't bother me. Subscribe to the show. Like the show. I don't know. What do you not like the show? Tell your friend to subscribe. Tell your mom to subscribe to the show, even if she doesn't listen to it, just so we can get the numbers up. So we're all in this together. We're a family. We're a crypto-based, Shih Tzu-loving, podcasting, Dune trivia. South Carolina fried chicken ice cream sandwich family. And we need to stick together and we need to keep this moving. And all I need you to do is subscribe. That's a call to action. How's that? How's that call to action? Okay. So Alec Baldwin uh, decided to blast someone on set. Um, and that's that. I don't know what to say about that. He, uh, it's, it's a mess. The armor. I saw a picture of the armor. She looks, the, the armor looks like Avril Lavigne. It's like your second job. That's insane. It's wild how much of this has been like, like recorded because like she was on a podcast apparently a few months ago or like last week. No, saying how she was not, she wasn't sure if she should take her first armor job because she wasn't, she didn't feel like she was ready. No. Yeah. She was on a podcast saying that. Yeah. Fuck. Jesus. Fuck. And then like people walked out that morning and all this shit. It's it's listen. It's uh, all that. All that being said, it's not funny. It's a tragedy, um, and I know I'm biased because, like you know, I I know a lot of people in that business, and I work adjacent, peripheral to that business. So, uh, I know people who work with that DP, you do. Yeah. So it, you know, it, it's you know, it's easier for us to make fun of things that don't pertain to our world, but it's, um, it's a mess. It's a mess. For sure. Really don't want to, you know, I don't even want to talk about it. I got you. <laughs> Not a good topic. Succession. <laughs> Not a good topic because it's just fucked yeah. up. Like as I start to, as I start to make a joke about it, I just think about it. I'm like, this is kind of fucked up. Yeah. It's fucked up that, I don't know. It's, it's a mess. I, I'm curious as to what's going to happen because I don't know. We're going to see. We'll see what happens. Yeah. yeah. Um, succession. Succession's back. And I watched the first episode. And it was like, I got to tell you, they, I don't know what's going to happen this season, but in my personal opinion, they came so hard in that first episode, like yeah. right out the yeah. gate, firing. Like just everyone was, Kendall is just in rare form. Juice is loose. Yeah. You're, you're seeing the Kendall, you're seeing the most realized, evolved version of Kendall we've ever seen. Like these past two seasons have, have just birthed this like Uber Kendall, who's just like a, a, a fucking beast. Have you heard about his acting process, Jeremy Strong? No. He's super method. Mm. Like Jim Carrey and that fuck when he was doing oh, yeah. uh, that the comedian movie type shit. Like you uh he he is Kendall on set. Yes. Like to the point like there's an interview with uh the guy that plays Logan, he where he's like expressing concern because of like he thinks Jeremy Strong is going too deep into no. like, the role. No, really? And um, uh, what's his name? Karen Culkin was on Mark Maron's podcast a few weeks ago talking about um, Jeremy <laughs> Strong's method acting and how like he fucks with him on set because he thinks it's ridiculous. It oh, just, he does? To, 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 yeah, to, yeah. It's well, Karen, Karen Culkin is the funniest. Like, I that makes sense because the Kendall character is so deep and so nuanced when he talks. 
And then Kieran Culkin will just make fun of him. He goes, oh, really? Blah, 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 blah. And like those two characters are so good because you can tell that. Yeah, I can see that guy being method. And it's very funny that, you know, Brian, uh, what's his name? Uh, Brian, not Brian Denny. What's the fucking, what's Logan? Brian uh, Cox, I think. Brian Cox. It's funny that Brian Cox is concerned that he's, he's like, you can't go full Kendall. <laughs> Once you go full Kendall, he's like, you might never come out. Right, for sure. Yeah, you know, but you can see. What about Shiv? Is she method acting? Because she's Shiv is hot. She is hot. Yeah. Um, she just got married. Um, or I guess during the pandemic, she got married. Yeah, Shiv is hot, and I, I like her character. Um, uh, I just like that she's like I don't know. She's got, I, she's got a great character. She's kind of like the only person uh, in the family that seems somewhat redeemable, but maybe not. She's also just as like savage as everybody yeah, else. Yeah. Like she also just wants the same shit, which is just like they just want they're just like power just hungry, yeah. power hungry psychos. Yeah. Um, the first episode is great. I can't even tell you what happened. I just know that everyone's just talking. <laughs> it was just people rushing around talking nonstop. Yeah. Brian, Brian Cox is like blood pressure going through the roof, yelling. Um, I love mad Brian Cox. Yeah. And I love that they speak in these, like the way that they talk, they talk in these abstract yeah, metaphors and things. They're like, the eagle is on the, the eagle's on the bear. Where's the stick? You're leading with the stick or are you bringing me an airplane? Yeah, we're flying solo. We're going downstairs. <laughs> we're going upstairs. Where's the cloud? Are we on a cloud? Yeah, we're going to cloud base it. Like the, the dialogue is just so like, and I don't even know if it's true to anything, but I right, feel I like have no idea. you have no idea, but I feel like it's so like, we all feel like Greg when we watch it because Greg has no idea what's going on. He doesn't know how to, how to hire a lawyer properly. And Greg's like, yeah, sure. That sounds great. That's how you feel because you're like, is this dialogue, is this real how business, it probably is how business people talk. And it's all based off of uh, what Rupert Murdoch, right? The Mur- Yeah, yeah, the, the, that whole family, loosely based off of them. I think I think the creator's been like skittish about outright saying that because he doesn't want to get fucking sued. Right. But yeah, 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 yeah. He doesn't want to get crushed by the Murdochs? Right, exactly. Um, it, is, it is intense too. Like you, you watch this show and it's like, you know, <laughs> like I, I, I've been binging Insecure and I never really watched it. It kind of passed me by and I started watching it. It's really good. Like the show, like that show is really, really well written, really thought out. Um, it's a really good show. And it's so interesting seeing it. And you go from that world of insecure into succession and you go from like, you know, a black show that's like a very black show to a very white show. And the difference is like, there are no black people in succession. I mean, maybe there's one. The right lawyer the lawyer yeah. yeah there's a lawyer there's a lawyer and then there's a woman greg has greg's talking to a friend of his but beyond that the world is so um beyond one percent caucasian yes. and uh and and then you look at um you look at the world of of insecure and it's like the the polar opposite and i don't know what i'm saying but i just saying that it's kind of a shock when you go from insecure into succession you're like what the fuck just happened and the, yeah, you know yeah Smart move by HBO. Right? HBO, like, <laughs> I don't know how, I don't know how they continually are this good at producing shows. They have had their their hands around the necks of television uh, media for a very long time, and it's crazy what they do. I've been telling myself to go back and watch The Wiz, that prison. Uh, the Wiz? You mean Oz? Oz. I'm an idiot. <laughs> Oz, uh, that prison. The Wiz is also, you can look at Wizard of Oz and the Wiz. You have the black version and the white version. Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> um, Why did they do that? Uh, yeah. The Oz, see, here's the thing about Oz. I don't think Oz is, is Oz is kind of a, 
This, I don't think Oz would ever be called a great show, but it's really fun to watch. It's kind of silly, but it's also like kind of good. I don't know what to say. Like, it's not as good as like, you know, the, the, they, they really came to their own with like, you know, obviously uh, Sopranos. Did you watch the Sopranos movie? No, no. Is it? I watched them. I watched the many Saints of Newark and a lot of my friends have watched it and are interesting. Like, oh, it fucking sucks. And I don't, I don't think it sucks. I need to watch it again because the tone of the film is there's something so odd about it. And I don't know if it's good or bad. And I'm not here to, to to cast judgment on like I'm not a critic. I'm not a fucking film critic. Um, and, I, and I like certain things. I don't like certain things. And I like I like that this Sopranos quote unquote property so much that I'm willing to really did dig into it. And like I, I I enjoyed watching it, and I thought it was really oddly paced. But I don't know if that's i you know some some things need further investigation. You know, um, Omar, stop eating your ass. Hey, she can't hear me anymore. She's deaf. You guys, can you like and subscribe? And Omar can stop licking her asshole for once and help help my dog. My Just dog don't fuck me. Too. Just help the dog. Um, yeah. So Succession's back. Um, insecure. I'm in. I'm in the middle of Insecure, and it's it's fucking great. Um, Who do you think's running running the show by the end of the season? Succession. Oh, that's a good that's a good question. I don't fucking know. You can't call it. You can't. Think, you think Logan's going to do it, don't you? No, no. I think that his brother, the grandpa, Greg's. You think he's Greg's, making a power move? Greg's grandpa. Yeah, I think that's what they're doing with Greg right now. But I think, but I don't think that Greg's grandpa is trying to. Oh, fuck. You think he's just doing it as a smokescreen to take over? I know that Greg's grandpa is trying to destroy Wayfair. Right. Yeah. Because if you if you watch the last episode. He goes, Greg, the first, the lawyer goes, the first, and the lawyer is like this obvious, like very liberal lawyer. <laughs> He's got a beard and long hair. He's like, first thing we do, Greg, is make sure you're well protected. And after that, we're going to expose the underbelly of the Wayfair. And I'm like, oh, so they're used, Greg is just a fuck puppet. Like, they, Greg just gets fucked. And Greg is going to continually get fucked. And that's all that happens to Greg. He's just like this pawn. Speaking of fucking Greg, it's wild how many of my women friends have said that they won't want to fuck Greg. Oh, Greg it's, is it's out, Greg is tons. out there fucking. I know I, Greg is out here fucking. Don't let this like you guys. I want everyone to be aware of something. The, the things that you see on television, these characters, that's not who these people are. No. Greg, Greg is out here fucking. Greg is a slinging long ass, uh, long ass um, financial penis all over the East Coast. I actually know that he's out here fucking. I, I know. I know friends that friends of friends that are out there. Greg is Greg, Greg is laying pipe up and down the Eastern Seaboard. Don't get it twisted. Um, yeah, Greg. Greg's uh, Greg's quite a character. I mean, they're all great. Great, yeah. great characters. What a, what a great show. I mean, I love I love any kind of show where you know um, you can just be completely transfixed by people talking. Right. It's in the. It's in the. It's in the. In it's like Ian Uchi that I talk about this movie in the loop all the time, which is a political film uh, by Ian Uchi who also did Veep and a whole bunch of other things, and it's just people talking. It's people being outrageous. Like it's amazing what you can do with language. Sure. You can like, you know, you could literally you could literally put a couple people in a room, dress it, you know, have an office, put a couple people in the office and and keep me fucking riveted for a half hour by how they talk to each other. Yeah. Much like much like a little something I like to call podcasting. But it's just me and Alex here. Anyway, it's been a great show. I love you guys. Uh like and subscribe. Do we get there? Yeah, we solid. Solid 40s?